0: hi everybody glad you could stay with us welcome back to the common sense show and as you know we're the show that's freeing america one enslaved mind at a time we have a terrific segment for you here we have deborah Tavares on she's been on many times before but i don't know if she's ever been on with a topic quite as uh, explosive and important as this topic will be that we'll cover and we'll go to deborah in just a moment uh, first i need to let you know there are a couple people who make this show possible and it's the food and water people and food and water yes storable food is going to be an absolute necessity in what's coming up and there's a 47% sale right now on two-week emergency kit and people go 47% Dave can we buy more than two weeks yes you may no glyphosates no GMOs restaurant quality food preparewithdave.com is where you want to go preparewithdave.com and then I said you also need water food and water and we have the best water purification around. Listen, you're not gonna have trouble finding water, you're gonna have trouble finding drinkable water, and the Alexa Pure Pro Filter has the research right at the website we're gonna send you to, and you'll see double-blind studies say this is the best in the business. They're offering a great special during the holidays at 40% off, and for that you can go to waterwithdave.com. This is gonna save lives, trust me, because in the fourth day of a crisis, waterborne illnesses jump out as the number one cause of death, so you've got PrepareWithDave.com for the food and WaterWithDave.com to prepare to have drinkable water. Well, Deborah needs no introduction, but I'm going to let Deborah tell you all about herself, how to follow her good work right from the beginning. We're going to establish some great credentials, and then we're going to jump right into a major breaking story that is a major threat to the people in Northern California and ultimately the nation. Deborah, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us, and let's get right down to it.
1: Well, absolutely, Dave. Thank you. Thank you so much. So for everyone that is listening, please go to our website, stopthecrime.net, and also primarywater.org, because we're going to be talking about the reduction of water. Also, please subscribe to uh, StopTheCrime.net, the YouTube video channel, and be sure you click the bell notification so you are notified when we post a new video because we are posting as rapidly as humanly possible given the circumstances of what we find ourselves in. I, I want to start out, I think, Dave, by letting everybody know that back, of course, in October of 2019, just a month ago, we were again hit with microwave weapons warfare of fires and it was the Kincaid fire here in Sonoma County. During the same time that uh, Pacific Gas and Electric, a.k.a. Rothschild, turned off the power, they de-energized the power grid in many, many areas here in Northern California. Many of you have heard about the multiple power outages, and this is not just happening in uh, California, both Northern, Central, and Southern. It's happening throughout the world. And there's a reason behind the shutdowns. And I'm going to go into that because this is diabolical. And I will be posting more on this because we're going to the meetings here after the power shutdowns to find out what the goals are and the workaround plans. And here it is. Uh, Sonoma Clean Power here in Northern California is bringing in Uh, the idea of micro grids getting us off of pacific gas and electric now they're working with pacific gas and electric let's not make any mistake Pacific Gas and Electric has had deferred infrastructure maintenance for decades while they've asset stripped the uh, idea that they haven't kept up with the maintenance, and they've been, of course, increasing their profits. Now they're stepping aside from the failing infrastructure. That means all the wires. This means your utility in your area where you are anywhere of, of the range of listeners right now, Dave. Uh, the utilities are stepping back because the increased cost of maintaining this in failing infrastructure now is um, so, so huge, and they want to adopt the liability because um, they need to step out. They're creating a new business, and I will describe that in a minute. But the idea of the microgrids sounds very interesting to people. In fact, many are embracing this idea I would recommend that you understand what you're gonna hear me say about microgrids. Microgrids is the way that the utilities are gonna dump the liability of deferred maintenance onto publicly owned small community grids based on renewable energy only to meet the required reduction of greenhouse gas emissions that every city, every county, every state, every nation has signed onto and the renewable energy that's now going to flow through the um, failing infrastructure system that we're going to have to pay to keep up if we want power of any kind is going to be based on geothermal electricity on solar and battery backup which is now 2020 a requirement here in california that all new construction provide solar and also then the wind and tidal uh, methods of bringing in more electricity to a failing electrical grid infrastructure that we will pay for. So all of these renewables are unreliable because of course the weather is controlled. So they're going to be able to target given areas as they are right now anyway, with the variety of weaponized assaults and attacks and devastation, but they'll be able to say, oh, the weather was inclement, and we didn't have enough sun in this area, so your weaponized solar system, by the way, is not producing enough solar to, um, to power your particular area. They're dividing and conquering us with these microgrids, so there will be small geographical areas set up in this grid system. Now, what they're also doing is they're going to sequester the electricity that individuals provide by their own expense with the solar panels that people have been incentivized to deploy. And I know you've been hearing about this, Dave, all the incentives for people to put in solar. Well, now they're going to be requiring battery backup. Because they need the storage. The uh, production of solar drops off uh, in the peak time of use in the evening when the sun is not shining and there if there is not a storage system available, then there is no access to the solar and then you have to rely and go back onto the grid as we do now. Now the battery backup, is involving the Tesla lithium-ion battery walls, power walls, that are required to go in your garage. The lithium-ion batteries, which you can look up for yourself, um, explode. They degrade rapidly, and when they explode, it's like shrapnel. So you can look at some videos about that. This is a weapon that is being deployed into our homes. On top of that, they're going to, they, mean meaning the umbrella controlling each small microgrid, uh, is going to take over the power supply of each individual solar system, even on private property. Dave, they're writing up contracts and devising these now to sequester all electricity that is generated behind the meter. That means from the meter to our properties. If, if you are hooked up to the internet, to a smart meter, which most solar systems are, because that's how they're telling our solar installers here in the United States to install these systems. Mm -hmm. And then you're, of course, delivering what excess power you have not used back out onto the grid. Now, they were paying people for that, and that was one of the incentivizes that people were encouraged to offset their expense for solar, was that they were getting some rebates back from the utilities for the excess generation that the utilities then were able to sell. But that is now um, waning. That is not um, any longer going to be an incentive be incentivized
0: well let let me ask you a question here controlling the energy the way they're talking about doing it put me in the mindset of climate change where they don't need to really have top-down approval they can just control your energy any way they see fit
1: well that's exactly right and even worse um the cities now are enacting resolutions for climate emergencies Mm -hmm. so they're immediately and locally fashioning um, different types of what they call REACH codes, R-E-A-C-H codes. And here, uh, and how this will cascade across the country, is like this. Um, and I have many YouTubes up on StopTheCrime.net. Most recent ones that I have gone to meetings, I am reporting what these codes mean. And what is happening now is the elimination of a uh, natural gas pipeline infrastructure, in our country, and this is happening um, on a city-local level that's already occurred here with one of our cities within Sonoma County, where Pacific Gas and Electric, again, A.K. Rothschild, um, literally paid $65,000 to a cash-strapped city to literally take out the gas line infrastructure. So when you heard me just mention reach codes, what that means is in 2020, in California, Um, All natural gas is to be eliminated from all future construction. They will only be allowed to build electric-only homes. This is what the reach codes are for the electric sector of reach codes. There will be many other types of reach codes coming up because of the um, uh, emergency climate action proposals. You can go on for an example, and I wish that you would, but however I talk about this and link up to these in my videos so that you can see the documents that you're hearing me talk about right now. Again, go to stopthecrime.net, please. Um, We are working around the clock to get this information out. So what we have now is a A utility company that's backing out and dumping their assets because they realize that their um, infrastructure has failed, that they've robbed the um, assets from by not um, having the um, maintenance as required. And we see this across the board on all of our infrastructure. And they're blaming now the infrastructure failure on climate change, increased weather events, which is, of course, we know is weaponized weather. So what we have are weather weapon deniers. We must turn that around. We do not have climate change deniers. We can all agree the climate is exacerbated, but it is exacerbated, of course, by many things, but also by weather weapons. Exactly. And and we found something very interesting because when i look at the ip the uh... international paris climate accords they're always referring to or generally referring to getting their statistics and their weather information from the world meteorological organization and so when our team searched that we found something that was not scrubbed off the internet and this is now part of one of the um, uh the youtubes that we have up so you can take a look at this but it's entitled uh... weather meteorological organization expert committee on weather modification research a chairman report july of two thousand and thirteen and this uh... talks about and i'm only saying this right now for people that might be on the fence dave that don't really fully believe weather control but it is beyond uh... what you're going to hear me talk about but it's important to see what they're telling us they say um, that weather modification around the world there are forty two countries with active cloud seeding they call it cloud seeding programs and there's a map and the map is color-coded and they show the various um, programs And the united states and part of south america and elsewhere is color-coded red and they say that Um, I should say dark green, excuse me, dark green, and they say that that is precipitation and hail suppression programs that have dated back before 2011. And of course, California has been intentionally thrown into droughts, and we are being continuously now hit with microwave weapons that are starting the fires. But this report goes on to talk about how the activities were occurring since 2011. And they say, apart from the 72 countries with active weather modification programs, the committee provided advice to the following countries, Ecuador, Chile, Mexico, Costa Rica, Jordan, Iraq, Brazil, Kenya, Qatar, and etc. But they say china by far has the largest investment in both operational programs and weather modification research programs every province except one in china has an active weather modification program and this was back in 2011. and they go on to say that after china the u.s thailand and india have the largest investment in operational weather modification programs. And they are, there are currently 36 active operational weather modification programs in at least nine states located in the western United States, which oftentimes um, they have multiple cloud seeding projects in the individual states, such as California, Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, North Dakota, Kansas, um Texas, etc. I'm not going to go further in this document. It was actually presented as a PowerPoint. It's very simple to read. You can go get that up on stopthecrime.net or we have it linked in to some of our most recent interviews. So, um, what we have to say about weather control and what is happening is massive food reduction. And, Dave, I'm not necessarily going in order of what I really want to talk about today, but what I want to say is there has just been an alert sent out that I just received right now. Um, Literally, um, it was referencing Fort Detrick, so I don't know quite yet how that referencing is occurring, but here's what the uh, document reveals. Um, Food shortages, of course, are planned, and specifically they're talking about the pig Ebola, Mm -hmm. which is now Mm -hmm. running wild in Indonesia. It's already killed about one-fourth of the world's pigs, And they say the global pig population is being absolutely decimated by this disease that does not have a cure. Now, I could go on, but this is posted up on Hot Topics on StopTheCrime.net. What I want to add to this is what is happening here with the reduction of our food supply here right now in California. And this would be potentially how everyone that is listening is going to see this occurring right now where you are. Here's an example. Um, Out on the coast where we have many small dairy farms and cattle ranches, the only remaining slaughterhouse was sold a few years ago. And now they have just announced in the last few months that they will no longer be able to take animals from the small farms for slaughter. And it's forcing these smaller farmers and ranchers to potentially travel hours away to render their cattle. And it's not profitable. Their profit margins are very close as it is. So many farms now are literally being forced out of business. Now, what this slaughterhouse said was that they only have the facilities now and the employees to process their own, um, farms and ranches for cattle. No longer can they process others. The same thing now has happened uh, with the apple orchards here in Sonoma County. We are known and had been known over the years for Gravenstein apples. There are still many remaining apple orchards here, although many are now transitioning to grapes. But uh, this past year, actually it started a year ago, where we were not able to take our apples to the local uh, um, apple processing plant, because that plant was bought out, mm, I would say around four or five years ago, by a French company. And they were starting to reduce the acceptance of local apples. Well, this year, they accepted no local apples. They are saying that they are a co-op, and their first obligation are to those co-op members. And I asked them, well, where are your co-op orchards? And they said they are in Sacramento, which is about two and a half hours from where we are here. And uh, also they said Washington State, another state. So they're shipping in apples, and they're denying the processing to the small organic and or non-organic apple orchards, this year, Dave, we saw thousands and thousands of apple trees not being picked or harvested, apples still hanging on the trees, uh, piled under the trees, and literally having to be thrown onto burn piles because there is nowhere to take them for processing. Now, some of the smaller uh, farms, of course, are having them um, reduced into apple juice where they can sell it out of their own farm. But that's not practical for many of the farms. So this is another method of literally taking down the f- food supply. And another enormous concern that we have here is, of course, we have got um, some of the large cyber operations here in California. And Google, being one of them, I have just uh, been informed recently that Google is looking to, to literally um, bring around all, all many of the local farmers that um, grow fruits and vegetables and buy it up. And so these farmers and growers that are cash-strapped, and everyone else that has been buying from them now is cash strapped as we have increased fees across the board with this weaponized post-war attacks that we've been going through with all these fires and power outages now. We're, we're an ailing economy here, very much like a, a, a bombed out city that we would imagine happening overseas. This is happening here now because of the weaponized weather attacks. So we have many now farms and farmers that are latching on to the illusion that they're gonna make tons of money by working and boxing up their veggies for Google. Now Google is behind the bio food bill that was recently signed uh, by our current president to literally create bio food like GMO food and to grow this food, which is already being grown in Newark, in these abandoned, reconverted now uh, manufacturing buildings where they're literally having scientific solutions that the vegetables are growing in, the leafy greens. And there is no soil, there is a very little water per se, and they're being grown with LED light spectrum lighting. Indoors, no windows. And they're they're claiming that the food production is, of course, much more rapid. They're saying that the current uh, farming pr- um, method of production and food supply here in the United States with farmers is out, and we're now transitioning because of climate change and food scarcity to um, GMO foods. And this has been signed. By an executive order. So, we have our food supply to be, of course, heavily concerned about in many other areas, not just the meat, not just the apples, etc. This is across all sectors of the food supply. And as we look at the enormity of the flooding in our farmlands in the United States with the um, levees being Uh, literally flooded over. This is a weapon attack. This is an intentional attack. We had something similar happen here in Northern California in February, and they literally swamped a wastewater treatment plant, sending thousands and thousands of gallons of untreated sewer water into our low-lying wetlands, and down our streaks, streams and creeks and rivers, one of the rivers being called the Russian River, running along uh, an area of Bohemian Grove, and literally flooding and polluting and contaminating thousands of homes, of which many are still not habitable at this time, and swamping an area in in a town of commercial buildings, and these um, commercial business owners were put out of business. Very little was ever discussed about the contamination of the untreated sewer water. Now, the wastewater treatment plants, which you're going to hear me say right now, sounds insane, but this is all part of an, a weaponized targeting location. Because wastewater treatment plants have been signed into uh, production to replace our diminishing water supply we are now being told that re-drinking our sewer and urine and pharmaceuticals of um, undetermined con- um, contaminants is now going to be the water of the future this is an executive order and so they say that because we can reuse our human waste and drink it, Mm. that it won't be subject to droughts, and we will be far more um, assured of a reliable water system. Now, there is an executive order to the water supply. I have all of this posted on StopTheCrime.net, but it is a presidential executive order, 13834, and it is toilet-to-tap and it is required. So along running alongside of the illusion of running out of water, which is a big topic right now, because in 2020, here in California, we're having a required allocation of water. We're not to have access to more than 55 gallons of water per person per day, and that amount decreases in 2022 and so forth. But this year, coming up, just in a few weeks, 55 gallons of water per person per day so many people days have been trying to reduce their access to 55 gallons per person per day and they have not been able uh, to get below 190 at their best efforts i mean we're talking about wringing out wash rags and they called the water department and asked "Well, what do we do we just can't get it down to 55 gallons and they said well you've misunderstood the requirements. This is only for personal and interior use. You're not to water your landscape. You are not to water anything outside your home. In order to get down to the 55 pounds of water per day.
0: That will more in Now, day, what's happening day.
1: in Australia? Let's talk about that a little bit because this is um, heart wrenching. Okay. We're seeing what's happening now in many uh, rural communities in Australia. Not only is Australia being targeted with directed energy microwave weapons right now, uh, which has been exacerbated by the many years of the chemtrailing aerosol spraying program with all the heavy metals, which has been an uptake into all of our trees worldwide the heavy metals have literally gone up into the root systems of our trees and gone into the trees that's why our trees are burning from the inside out all you have to do is hit our forest with microwave weapons as they're doing and we explode and the trees are so so compromised as it is anyway and over the years, rather than doing any testing as to the millions and millions of dead and dying trees, just only in the United States but elsewhere um and I know Rosalind Peterson, a very good friend of ours, passed away a year or so ago, and she was a um a former u s d a agricultural supervisor of sorts and she is the one that made the relationship or at least as i've understood it between the heavy uptake of heavy metals uc berkeley has been coming up here to northern california and letting us all know that the sudden oak death syndrome where the oak trees just literally collapse is as a result of a pathogen that's spread by the air and it is highly they say contagious and the trees are dying UC Berkeley is a cover for the um, the disregard of what's really happening and that's the aerosol spraying consequences and why all the trees are dying so we have um, Great water reduction happening worldwide, and in Australia, what is happening? Because there are large corporations fracking for the liquid gas above stream, many above the above stream of many of the small ranches and rural communities, literally um, blocking what would be the secondary water supply, the rain and snow melt as it appears into the creeks, and they've been building dams and blocking the water. And many towns now in Australia are in stage six water reduction order, where massive reduction of water is required. You're not hearing this. But, but I was recently informed that many towns now are running out of water because of the upstream damming by the corporations. So not only is Australia on fire right now, We're seeing how the water is being precluded for access to continue to live in the rural lands. They're literally talking about having the military go in and forcibly relocate people off of these farms because of inability to have adequate health because they are not able to access water now that's going to happen here in the united states i posted a video up a number of years ago it was called water wars stealing water for profit and power and i show in that video a map that we found on the u.s department of forestry it is a diabolical map of the western united states showing how the military that is part of the u.s department of forestry which is a corporate agency running United Nations agendas is going and planning that there will be gun wars over the inability for people in the western United States to access their water. They're anticipating a hot bloody bath using guns. So you can see that on water wars, stealing water for profit. And control I think it's called or power I forget anyway um, check that out but what I want to talk about is um, the continued suppression of water the increased uh, the increased frequencies on all levels now not only have we had of course the um, smart meter the electric smart meter wireless smart meters but we also of course now have the smart meter wireless water meters and those are now being deployed throughout all of our cities where you are hooked up to the municipal water supply and I just want to say here's an example of what that looks like here in Northern California specifically Santa Rosa what the wireless water meter deployment looks like Um, There are four locations, antennas, that receive the reads from the usage of water through these wireless water meters that are placed in different locations throughout the city, meaning that all of this additional wireless communication is pummeling through the atmosphere pell-mell and being collected in four collection sites. Now, I want to read to you what's in one of the documents, and you can find your documents in your city too. But this was this one is called City of Santa Rosa Advanced Metering Infrastructure Project, Final Mitigated Negative Declaration, and this was June 28th of 2016. And I'm actually going to uh, just read a couple of things. This is most important. They talk about electromagnetic field radiation. And they say the implementation of the project is going to replace and retrofit all existing water meters for residences, irrigation, commercial, and industrial uses. The wireless water meters will transmit data over encrypted cell phone frequencies to four proposed antenna locations. The four antenna locations will transmit the data using existing communication lines. Transmission of data from the upgraded water meters will operate with electromagnetic fields. They go on to tell us, Dave, that commonly known as RF and EMF, like television, radio, cell phone, satellites, they they will utilize RF and EMF. And they say this in this document, that RF and EMF can cause the heating of living tissue, which is a thermal effect, when the tissue is exposed to a certain level, of intensity non-thermal effects such as electromagnetic stress have been reported as symptoms of fatigue headache and irritability electromagnetic hypersensitivity or EHS is a condition condition in which many people have especially high susceptibility to the EMF levels in their communities, and are experiencing a range of physical effects. But Debbie, let me, let, me,
0: let me jump into this real quick, because th- there's something that really jumps out at me. A couple of things you've said, but I want to just zero in on one. When you produce these uh, waves that are going to cause debilitating conditions in people, when you have a medical diagnosis, American with Disabilities Act kicks in. Isn't that a way to combat this?
1: No. No, because it's not being recognized as a cause for disability. It doesn't exist as a problem, just like chemtrails don't exist, do they?
0: No, not officially. Do
1: disabilities kick in as a consequence of heavy metal intake and uptake into our bodies? Because it doesn't exist, right? So what they're saying in these documents is that all of this has been approved by the World Health Organization. Such was a meeting that we attended just a week or so ago, that I actually have my statement to the city council. This was back on Tuesday of December 10th of 2019, where um, they are going to be uh, locating a wireless small cell deployment on city-owned streetlights and joint utility poles. And um, you can watch that. I I won't go into that on the program right now because there's still many things I want to cover. Because we do not have systems in place to protect us, and it will take, we will, we will, will by and large, we will all be dead if there is any illusion of any legal um, proceedings that are in, to our benefit, because the legal system is corrupted. It runs the systems for those in control, and we are not. And I think the most difficult thing for people to understand is how could this be happening in the United States? How could we be being sprayed and denied that chemtrails are causing forest fires, and, and how can we be microwaved with forest fires? How can we be forced now to be drinking um, fecal urine in pharmaceutical water? How can all this be happening? Well, people need to understand, we're under a worldwide government of occupation, and it's a corporate government of occupation, worldwide. And the definition of occupation means the seizure and control of countries by military forces using weapon systems, and that's already happened. We're not only USA Inc. under control of the by control of the military and the legal system, but we're Earth Inc. as well. And I have an extremely important five-part uh, video YouTube series on StopTheCrime.net that at, is as a result of my presentation in um, in England. Um, about five or so months ago, and I would start watching the first part. It works its way through. It's entitled Genocide is Legal, and this is how it happened. And I go through the various programs, and of which there are many more than I had time to discuss, of course, in this PowerPoint. But it gives you a a fairly well-rounded idea of the World Bank's participation, the United Nations, the IMF, and how all of your cities locally are participating in these weapons systems and bringing them over your threshold into your house to increase your taxes and all of your fees everywhere. That is what is happening right now. Now, I received an email some time back. And I want to go over this right now because this is just another aspect of the uh, Deagle, D E A G E L dot com website that talks about the depopulation by 2025. About, um, as I recall, 83 or 84 percent of the U.S. um, they're looking to uh, dispose of. That's correct. And the numbers are substantially like 73 percent in England. You can go to that yourselves. But I want to talk about what they say the the cause of death will be, the majority of deaths will be. It's going to be suicide. And it's going to be contributed, they say, by relocation and the inability to readjust, be sustainable enough, be resilient enough. You're not resilient enough. When your homes are burned down with microwaves or you're flooded out with atmospheric rivers Overhead, or you're hit by tornadoes, hurricanes, whatever it is that they're throwing at all of us, everywhere, worldwide. We are having difficulty um, readjusting. So recently, and you may know this, Dave, that the FCC is now creating a hotline for suicides.
0: Yes, I've heard. Because
1: they know that's. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, no, I have heard that. So, are you talking about forcible relocation of people to circumstances yes. they don't adapt to, and suicide will be made uh, an available option? Is that what's coming?
1: No, I'm not saying it will be made an available option. I am saying it will be uh, become a psychological option to the inability to adjust. Okay. And and when you have large portions of the population being chased around geographically because of weather weapons, you're going to have people that are gonna be forced into new locations, families are split up, communities are hit. We have had that happen here. And I can tell you the fabric of our community has really been compromised. Neighborhoods. We lost 5,500 homes in the 2017 fire. Then look what happened in um, Paradise. The majority of that town is gone. And people have relocated to nearby areas in Paradise, but they're putting stress on the infrastructure of the nearby towns. For example, a town near Paradise was never expecting to have 20,000 additional people moving in on them practically overnight. They don't have an infrastructure, either hospitals or um, stores or restaurants and roads to provide um, services now to this many people that are newly uh, relocated into their cities. Now, I wanna talk about this because this is most important. This speaks to the forced relocation. Now, many of you may have heard me talking about forced relocation off of low-lying coastal areas. Um, To know more about that, you can look at our YouTube called Coastlines Under Attack. And what we discovered, Dave, was all military, all all military branches are involved. If you type in, here's what I, I'm going to stop and pause for a moment. You need to type in the branches of our government and agencies. For example, you can type in your local public health department followed by climate change. And you will find out that they are supporting all all legislation regarding climate change, which is weather weapons. The same thing for ARP. The same thing for the USDA. The same thing for the U.S. Forestry. The same thing for all the corporate agencies that are running us all off a cliff, denying weather weapons, and attacking and killing us. So let's talk about China because we'll talk about several aspects of China and we'll talk about USA China because we're becoming USA China, USA Inc., US Earth Inc. But here's what's um, happening in China. Many of you have heard about the ghost cities over the years, the full cities that were built. Well, they're saying by 2020, China plans to move over 100 million people from the country's farming regions into these ghost cities. And by 2026, their plans are to move more than 250 million people off their lands into the new type of urbanization. They call it the National New Type Urbanization Plan 2014 to 2020. And uh, it's only 30 chapters long, and it is staggering. And it's involving mass uprooting of Chinese citizens and destruction and reconstruction of homes, offices, and infrastructure. So what is happening? Many of these farmers have already been committing suicide rather than to be moved off of their farms where they are fully independent from the government. When they are forcibly moved off and into some of these cities, they're having to put suicide nets up. So these people won't kill themselves. But many are escaping, going back to their farms that have been bulldozed over. They don't exist anymore. So we have the same thing happening here in the United States, but rather than um, bulldozers, and bulldozers are part of it too. But we're being um, literally ground up by weather events, where our cities are, are in many towns and many homes are ground up through the weaponized weather events, and then we look at the microwave fires. There are no more homes. And um, so we're all being forced into some type of relocation as these weapons increase. And when I was looking at the outcome of the most recent um, climate meetings in Spain, I was reading the, uh, their discouragement on the major cities not meeting their reduction of greenhouse gas emissions. And what that means is they're going to say, well, we haven't reached our reduction requirements, so there will be many more increases in climate events. In other words, they're going to really uh, throttle up on the attacks of weather weapon systems on all of us. This is what that means. So now let me get back to a few other breaking things, but I want to talk about this because this came through. we got
0: about seven Some. minutes left, and gosh, I just feel like we're scratching the surface, but we can talk about how we're going to deal with this when we get to the end. So what's up next?
1: Well, I, I want to talk. We just posted the new smoke regulations that have just now been adopted in California, and um, I have this up on StopTheCrime.net, and I think I even forwarded it to you, Dave, so you can post it under this if you'd like. And it's a smoke advisory, and their new employer smoke regulations, which are mandated, they're shifting the blame to employers for employees' smoke-related health impacts. In other words, employers are to pay. And smoke, of course, is all part of a weapon system as a result of the microwave fire warfare. This is what this is, shifting it now to all of us, as they always do. This is just absolutely what they do. And some of the health effects of the microwave fires are lung um, irritation, persistent coughing, phlegm, wheezing, reduced lung function, bronchitis, asthma attacks, heart failure, and early death because of the fine particulates which they say smoke particulates suspended in the air uh, can cause early death. And they warn people over 65 who have had any pre-existing health or heart conditions or lung problems, and they're very likely to suffer from serious effects. And then also they refer to large populations that will be exposed to smoke during microwave, um, and these are my words, they are not saying microwave fire attacks, but this is what they are saying, large populations will be exposed to smoke and certain life stages and populations are at greater risk of experiencing health effects, including people with respiratory or cardiovascular diseases. children and older adults, pregnant women, and people of lower socioeconomic status and outdoor workers. In fact, they're um, eliminating any um, smoke protections for our our first responders, our firefighters. Now, it's important to note, our firefighters have been um, conscripted unknowingly into a microwave fire. They're soldiers um, trying to put out what they believe are regular fires, but they're microwave fires. This is war. And they are not able to fight fires because these are microwave fires. They don't have the equipment. And I could go on about that and I won't because I certainly want to talk about a few solutions of which um, are only going to um, really apply as we continue to be um, put upon. And we do have a YouTube video up on stopthecrime.net. It's entitled Fires and Power Outages Preparation Community Meeting. And you will hear how you can make decisions to rig uh, against the fires if you are in the country. Because with the planned power outages and the increasing reliance on unreliable renewables, there will not be any access to water. Now, I want to quickly roll into primary water. Um, I want to close out the show on this, actually, because there are many... Tools we can implement now and we will be posting more of these types of tools as we do workarounds here. But it's important to note and you can go to primarywater.org. I would ask that everybody please print the half page two sided flyer that describes why we don't have a water shortage. Because this psyops is happening now and we must simply be the bearers of truth. And um, and what we need to understand is the Earth is the water planet, and it continually produces water from down below. In fact, water is renewable. And that's why they blew up, Muammar Haddafi in Libya, they blew up the Great Man-Made River Project with depleted uranium. And it, it was a consequence of six million people in Libya that were receiving primary water for free because their oil revenues were used to advance the populations. And the dinar was getting ready to be backed by gold. They were able to start um, literally farming in the desert and planting food, and they were doing that before NATO blew Libya off the map and blew up the great man-made river project. And even blew up the well-drilling equipment, claiming that it looked like they look like missile launchers. So there's a big attack on the illusion that we're running out of water. We've seen that with the zero-day water being claimed in South Africa. I was talking to a friend out of Ireland, and I was being told, gosh, um, Dublin is going to run out of water in 70 days. So I typed that in, Dublin running out of water in 70 days. And sure enough, they were um, creating a psyops because they're trying to get water meters deployed in Ireland, and people there never had to pay for water. So they have what they call water ferries that go around at night, and somehow or another the deployment of these wireless water meters was not successful, and they pulled back but they're flying drones over many areas now. You know, if people um, use more water than they're supposed to, they're being reported, and you can only water at that one time. I don't know if this is still what they're having to do now, but they were only able to use watering cans, Dave, to water their plants in their backyard. They couldn't use a hose. That was against the law.
0: Oh, this is Insanity on Steroids. We're just about out of time, and we're going to have you back, because there's definitely a Part 2. There's probably even a Part 3 here. Um, This is why I tried to stay out of your way, because this is so important. But in the time we have left, I need to make sure that people can follow your work. So can you, again, review that?
1: Absolutely. Again, go to StopTheCrime.net. Subscribe on our video YouTube channel and be sure you click the bell notification so as we post videos, you will be notified. And also go to our Hot Topics tab. We're posting many articles and information on hot topics. I can only tell you, Dave, what is occurring is rolling so rapidly that there there really is it's difficult to get everything up and out, and what I've done right now is to try to um, certainly discuss the larger aspects of um, allocation and 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 reduction of resources that we face. Exactly. So we're in trouble.
0: I know we're, we're, in, trouble. we're in trouble. But we're going to have you back. I'll be in touch with you off air. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, this was uh, overwhelming but needed. Thanks, Deborah.
1: Thank you so much, Dave. Take care. Take care, everyone. And I want to part by saying this love the ones you love the most even more.
0: Yeah, good point. Who knows how long we have. Deborah Tavares, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, stay tuned. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Thanks, Deborah.